Good evening, everyone. How are y'all this evening? Now, this is going to be an interactive thing, so uh, I might ask you some questions. I might even take some polls, so don't be afraid to raise your hand, okay? <clears throat> I would like to speak to you this evening about salvation. How do we obtain the most precious gift there ever has been given? Well, I'm glad you actually asked that question. Amen. Let's start out in Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 19. I gotta turn there myself. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God said to you, You shall not eat, or you shall surely die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat, your eyes will be open, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for the food that, was, that it was, pleasant to the eye, and the tree desirable to make uh, one wise, she took of the fruit and ate. She also gave it to her husband. Now, let's skip down to verse... Uh, Verse 11, and he said, Who told you that you were naked? This is God speaking. <clears throat> Have you eaten from the tree, and of which I commanded you that you should not eat? Then the man said, The woman whom you gave me. Now, can I get an amen, ladies? A classic man move, blaming, blaming the woman. <clears throat> and the uh, Lord God said to the woman, what, did, what is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate so there is the beginning of sin Adam and Eve sent all of humanity swirling into sin by disobeying God God told them not to eat of the tree but they did it anyways now let's look how many of you know the Ten Commandments come on that's that poll I was talking about by the way, I, when I get nervous, I sweat a little bit, just so you know. <laughs> so, Ten Commandments. Those of you who did not raise your hand, you just broke one. You lied. <laughs> Let's all turn to Romans chapter 3. Let's see what God's Word says further. Romans chapter 3. Romans 3.23 For all doesn't say some, does it? For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Every single last one of us have sinned. We have broken God's laws and His commandments. Starting all the way back 
to Adam and Eve, every single person that has lived on this earth with the ex exclusion of Jesus Christ himself is a sinner. One might say, well, how in the world do you know that? Well, it just says right there. Let's turn to Romans 5.12. <clears throat> Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus de death spread to all men because all sinned. Romans chapter 6, 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. If you turn from your sin and self and take up your cross and follow Christ, the consequences, I'm sorry, if you don't turn from your sin and self and take up your cross and follow Christ, the consequences is hell, period. Hell and damnation. But if you do, then God extends his loving grace to you, which is everlasting life. Amen. You know what the acronym of grace is? You can blurt it out if you know it. You. I like that. God's riches at Christ's expense. God loves you. God loves every one of us. He wants you to become his own children. Let's together, here's some of that group stuff, let's together quote that oh familiar verse, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, let's turn back to Romans 5, 8. <clears throat> but God demonstrated his own love towards us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Every last one of us. God sent his Son sent him on the cross, died, and rose three days later. <clears throat> God loves us so much, even though we all deserve death and eternal damnation, that he sent his only son to pay our price. You may say, okay, I got it, I got it, I get it. I know I'm a sinner, but how do I become saved? I'm glad you asked that question again. Romans 10, Romans 10, 9 and 10. It's very simple. That if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ and believe in your heart, it doesn't say your head. There's a difference between head knowledge and heart knowledge. If you believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the map, I'm sorry, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you open up your mouth. And you believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord and that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. Look over at Romans 10, uh, 10, 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Now, did it say that some might be saved? No. You will be saved. All will be saved. Uh, that is pretty simple and straightforward, is it not? Okay, so you know how to be saved. You know what it takes to be saved. How do you grow further in Christ once you are saved? 
Romans 10, 17, just down from 13. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You must read and study God's word in order to grow in your faith. Also, you must confess your sins as soon as you sin. Don't wait. Don't wait. That will stunt your growth with Christ as well. Um, turn to 1 John. 1 John 1, 9. By the way, I'm not as long-winded as my brother, so you're welcome. We're almost done with mine. <laughs> First John 1 John 1.9 says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right. So there again, believe in your heart, turn to Christ, read, your, read the Word of God and study the Bible religiously, relentlessly, and confess your sins. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace, your son, your salvation. Lord, I pray that you would be with each of us as we go out through the rest of this evening. Father, I pray that you would open up our hearts and our ears. Allow us to soak your word up, Father. Lord, we love you and we thank you. And I pray that you would continue to be with Zach and Caleb as they... Continue to bring the word, Father. Pray that you would allow it to soak in, Father. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't go. Hold on. We're not done yet. With you. I'm not done with you. So I would like to, um, just for a second, so people get to know my brother and get to know. This is the last time you were here, you didn't talk very much. You you stood right here, but you didn't talk very much. I'm nervous. <laughs> you should be. <laughs> Fair enough. I like it. I want you just to give a, a, a brief synopsis. You grew, you and I grew up in the church. Our dad was a pastor our entire lives. And I want you to give just a brief testimony how Jesus got a hold of you. Well, like Caleb said, that uh, he and I grew up in the church. Uh, my dad was a pastor all my life, all his life. Um, so I grew up in the church. I, I walked the aisles. Thought I gave my life to Christ, you know. Um, then it was in uh, 2012, February 23rd, 2012. Um, now a little backstory briefly. My brother gave me a book by what's the adventure guy's name? I can't remember. Uh, John Eldridge. John Eldridge. I read that book, and I was like, yeah, that kind of pricked my heart a little bit. And then my dad was a huge John MacArthur fan, so I was like, I'm going to give John MacArthur a listen. And it was a sermon called Saved or Self-Deceived. And I listened to that, and it ripped my heart up. It did. And from that point on, I have ever, I've been changed. I, I gave my life to Christ on. So tell them what happened. Did you, I mean, you were were you at work when this happened, or you? Had... I was at my house. I was okay. listening to John MacArthur sermon at okay. my house. So, 
I couldn't remember if you were at work or if you were. No, I was at home. I was I work shift work, and I uh, immediately went to my dad's work and told him I wasn't saved, and I gave my life to Christ there at City Hall at Bartlesville. So, so when you, in the midst of hearing the word preached in that sermon, what was it through the word? I mean, obviously it was the word of God that pricked your heart, but what was exposed? My ignorance and sinfulness. I mean, yeah, yeah. So you immediately felt there was a, a conviction over your sin, and you needed to absolutely to repent and ask God to save you. Yes, one hundred percent. And so you you went to Dad's office, prayed, asked the Lord to save you, asked Him to forgive you of your sins. Yes, I did. Was it's it, it? It's amazing how simple it can be. To, to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. But yet, I think so many times, places like this and, and people like us who stand behind these, these sacred desks and sometimes complicate it and turn it into something that it's not supposed to be. And the gospel is very simple. It's the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The good news. The good news to save Sinful human beings who are his children. And through the power of faith, Romans, he just said it, Romans 10, 17. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. word of God. And so we have that beautiful testimony of what God can do. And so my brother, as he sh- what he shared tonight was the simple Romans Road of the Gospel. That was the title of this conference, was the, Romans, the Roman Road. That is the, the blueprint that, that so many have used over the years to lead, I use that word very carefully, but lead those, to, those people to Christ. And, and the bottom line is, if you don't know who Christ is, the thing that separates you is your sin. And you need to repent and believe. David, I, I thank you so much for... Yep taking time out just to share just briefly and I thank you for coming to share your heart tonight I know this is not I'm very outgoing what are you talking about he, he is he is long-winded I mean ask Katie is he long-winded <laughs>